You are now listening to The Tongue of Satan Part 1 taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. If you're thinking about giving your life to Jesus Christ, or if you've already made the decision and would like to get baptized, send us an email at info at goodfig.tv. Again, that is info at goodfig.tv. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good evening. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth. Praise be to Yahweh, Yahshua, in the highest. Amen. Serpent's tongue. The serpent's tongue. Part one. The serpent's tongue. The serpent's tongue. So, if we know we're doing the serpent's tongue, right? You know we're speaking of what? Lying. Amen? Complete lying. Complete lying. Now, any form, well, I can't say any form of lying is bad. There's a thing called covert op that God allows, okay? So covert op, speaking in code, okay? It's not really lying. It's keeping your business to yourself, amen? That's what it is. It was not lying, okay? Now, and it's a holy thing. It's a holy thing because it's used by God, okay? And it's used by people who are wise Um, because you don't want your business in the street. Now, what I mean by the street is... In the street of the world with the devil. Okay? Amen? Mm-hmm. To find someone trustworthy is, is a special thing. Amen? To find a trustworthy person is a special thing. It really is. Someone you can trust and confide in. You can't always find that. Amen? Mm-hmm. You just can't. When God finds one, they become special to him. Amen? They become very special to him. He loves them. Or another level because they're trustworthy and they, excuse me, have a pretty good relationship. Now, Satan, on the other hand, within the first paragraph of him speaking in this earth age, he told a lie because that's his natural tongue. It's his natural tongue. The serpent's tongue. Is a, is a forked tongue, but in this, sense, in this sense, you won't see a forked tongue from 99.9% of people, okay? You should be able to see a serpent and hear a serpent, amen? You should be able to tell when you're being gasped, okay? Or lied to, okay? And if you have confidence in that person, it's sad, amen? It's really sad, amen? So, lying... It's something that God doesn't take. It's one of the things he hates. He detests lying because he's so truthful. Amen? He's so truthful, so honest. He's the great God. Lying is bad in any form. It's bad. Any form. Now, God will let this go. He'll let, because Peter would um, juice up a lie. He would juice up something in um, the book of Acts. He would say, yeah, I went in there, and it was like, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 when it was only like blah, 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 right? So he juiced that up a little bit. But God, that's, that's putting that's putting 10, okay? That's, as we used to say in the street, that's putting 10 on it. You know what I mean? I'm about to put 10 on this and spin it right. You know what I mean? So that's what you do. You put 10 on it, right? But that's not a big deal to God. He don't care about that. You're not hurting anyone, right? You're not um, making someone look bad, right? You're just putting 10 on something. He ain't worried about that too. The line he's worried about is where it can tear a family apart, where it tears friends apart, where it tears your character apart. That's a bad line. Where you tear him apart. Amen? You tear him apart. When you lie to someone, in that sense, it is absolutely of the devil, and it's not of God. Okay? It's not of God. If you lie to get out of something, it's not of God. Okay? If I want to get out of something, I'm going to just say no. Right? I'm going to say no. It ain't happening. Sorry. Right? Amen? I love you, but no. There's no reason to make up an excuse. Okay, I could say I was trapped in an avalanche. (laughs) No, there's no reason to do that. They see me. I'm right here. We're FaceTiming. I'm not in an avalanche. Okay? Or people get on the phone. I'm going through a shuttle. Sorry. I'm losing. They hang up on me. Right? So... I've done that before. <laughs> With the big phones, right? The big cell phones. You never had it? With the big cell phones, right? It's crazy. Are you looking for a signal? It took 
30 minutes to make a phone call that would only last 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> on a big cell phone. I had the, never had the flip phone? Yeah, oh my God, the flip phone was like, <laughs> this isn't ringing. That's how it sounds to someone else. Hated that. Motorola. <laughs> I wanted to roll over that phone. <laughs> then the big square phones came out. Okay. But lying is bad in any way. It is a spirit. It's not of God. We don't want to do it. It's just not of God. Okay. The biggest phone I've ever had, I had a phone. It was an all gray phone. And it had a white front with numbers on it. And it was like, it came up like this. It was still about this big. This big, right? And it was gray. And I'd be like, hey, Talisha, I'm, I'm coming over. She'd be like, where you calling me from? Like, the phone. The phone. <laughs> the phone. It was huge. The phone. So lying is bad. Um, can't make excuse for your lie. Amen. The only excuse you could possibly have for a lie is that you wasn't honest. Okay? And you can apologize for it. Amen? Simple as that. All right? Again, this is something God hates. Okay? You should hate a liar. Amen? If you are a liar, you should stop being a liar. Amen? Amen? If, if you're a liar, that means deceit lives in you. That means double-mindedness lives in you. That means phoniness lives in you. That means pride lives in you. That means self-righteousness lives in you. That means guile lives in you. All those things live in you if you are a liar. Right? What company, right? It's bad company. So if you know liars, we're going to get into that too. We're going to get into that. I don't hang around anyone who's a liar. And will not happen. Or... If they lie in my presence, it's the wrong thing to do because I'm going to know. And I'm going to be like, oh, why'd you do that? Come on. Why'd you lie? And I'm going to talk about you on the way home. Man, they were lying. <laughs> like they was? I'm like, yeah, man, they were lying. Remember the time? He said, cut. Then it went right to it. It was a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> it was. Like, yeah, it was a straight up lie. It was a lie. It's, it's sad. You shouldn't lie. Your life. Right? It's not this. Not of God. That means you're too connected to the demon. Amen? Mm -hmm. You're too connected to the devil. Right? Well, it's an innocent lie. What lie is innocent? You putting 10 on it? If you putting 10 on it, that's pretty innocent. Right? But putting 10 on it ain't gonna get you in trouble. Right? That's not really lying. Covert up not gonna get you in trouble. Right? Well, what about someone who's joking and lying or telling a story? Or telling a story and joking, you can't throw a line there because it's just a joke, it's just a story. Right? It's, it's make believe is your imagination, right? None of it's true. Is Star Wars real? So you calling Lucas a straight up liar? Right? Is he? In his mind, it is, amen. Is Avatar real? There's blue people, right? In his mind, there is, right? In his mind, there is. This little bald guy with a hair on his head running around somewhere. Bulls don't watch. Now, I thank God. My wife won't even let me put 10 on it. She will not let me put 10 on it. She be like, babe, let me put five on it at least. She'd be like, no, nothing. Leave it playing. <laughs> because she will not cover for me at all about anything. So I've learned quickly. Okay? She got my back in righteousness. And unrighteousness, she ain't got my back at all. And that's what God expects. Amen? Same for her, too, because that's one of the things God loves about her. Okay? I'll ride with you. I'll ride with Talisha for a little while. But she, don't, she ain't going to be sitting here telling no lie, though. You know? But if she's trying to put 10 on, I'll be like, <laughs> it's all good. You know? I'm going to add another two, make it 12. <laughs> but it's, it's important that you don't sign anyone's check. Amen? 
It's extremely important. You sign. I don't care who it is. You don't sign no one's check at all because now you, you become a partaker of their evil being. Amen? You become a partaker of their evil being. Remember the time? No, I don't remember the time. No, I, I do not remember the time that you did that and that's how it went. I don't remember that. What are you saying? I'm saying the truth. What are you saying? Because I don't remember that. Right? Why lie? Everybody got somebody like that in their family, right? It's crazy. We're going to go to Proverbs 12. I was with one of my cousins one time. And uh, he came down. He was trying to impress this girl. And he was like, he said, Randall, remember, remember when you was in the world? And we and we robbed that package store? I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. I said, I never robbed the package store. You don't remember? I said, no. You must got me mixed up with somebody else because it wasn't me. His was like, come on. I said, no. I said, why would you want to impress her by saying you robbed the package store? Because she's a gangster. I was like, what? Who cares? <laughs> Baby going to come out with a wife beater on. Where's my milk? <laughs> this is crazy. Let it go. Proverbs 12, 17. This is serious, sir. If you haven't seen glory to God. He that speaketh truth showeth forth what? Righteousness. Period. Period. If you speak truth, you show forth what? Righteousness. But a false witness deceit. If someone speaks falsely, they show forth deceit. Now, I want you to get real familiar with accepting people for who they are. Amen? Accepting for who they are. If someone's a liar, accept that. Right? They can't change, obviously. Or they would have changed, right or wrong. There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword. What's, what is he talking about? A lie. A lie. A lie. It's like the piercing of a sword. Amen? If it's not true. I mean, if it's true, if a liar speaking truth, he wouldn't be doing that now, would he? Or she wouldn't be doing that now, would she? Right? So he says, there. So there's, speaking of both people, if, if someone who speaks truth says the truth to you and you don't want that truth to be known or that truth is known by the person speaking the truth to you, it's going to pierce you like a sword. It's going to hurt, right? And if someone's speaking a lie about you, they're supposed to be close to you. It's going to hurt too, right or wrong. But the tongue of the wise is what? It's health. That piercing is going to be good for you. Amen? You may not want to hear it, but it's going to be good. It's sort of like the word of God. When it comes to you, that sword, and it hits you. Bang, bang, bang. And it, it cuts the marrow in the flesh. Right down the middle. Amen? It's piercing. But is it piercing? Is the truth piercing enough to cause you to do what? Change. Convert. Amen? Have conviction. Amen? Repent. Because if you do, then it's health to you. Then it's life-giving to you. If you let it go by the wayside, it's going to be very injurious to you. The lip of truth shall be established forever. And it will be, because it's from God. Amen? But a lying tongue is but for a moment. It will go away. That's why when people talk, don't worry about it. When people, when people talk bad about you, do not worry about it. That's just Satan trying to get at you. Amen? Believe me, I know. Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine what? Evil. Evil. But to the counselors of peace is what? Always joy. If you got someone counseling you and bringing you peace and they have no peace, what type of person is that? Hmm? It's a fake, right or wrong. But it will always be peace. Because the prince, the king of peace, is with them. 
That's why they can speak peace. There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Now hold on now. Hold on. Now not one thing's gonna happen to the just, not one, not one um mishap, not not one piece of mischief. Not a one. Not a one. Not a one. Because see, the just wasn't always just. Amen? The just had to learn to become just by following God the way he wants them to follow him. Amen? Amen. So it wasn't always peaches and herbs. It's peaches and Yes. Oh. <laughs> herbs. <laughs> but still might be good. Herbs are good. <laughs> peaches are always good if you get a good one or a right one, right? <laughs> there shall no even evil happen to the just. Why? Because God's protecting them. God's watching over them. They're watching every step that they make and make sure it's a good step. Not a wicked one. A righteous step. But the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Things always go wrong for the wicked. Amen? Oh, there's always trouble. If you notice, if there's always trouble in someone's life, you got to think about what type of person this person is. Amen? Because if God's in your life, if you're walking with God, if you're walking with Jesus, if you're walking with the Holy Spirit, right? Who bothering you? No, seriously. Who's bothering you? Yourself, basically. If you get off track, it's you getting off track, right? But if you're walking with them and you're not off track and they're guiding you and leading you and lighting your path, you're not on track. There's no wickedness coming your way. None. There's no little foolish conversations. There's no um, there's no mischief over here. You ain't gotta worry about and walk, look behind your back because you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing anything at all. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord Yahweh. You're an abomination. So the one putting out lies is a what? An abomination to God. Amen. That's Yahweh, friend. But they that do truly are his delight. It's pleasing to him. When someone deals truly with him and honestly with him and with others, that's pleasing to him. Glory to God. It's important, 23, to close this chapter up. A prudent man concealeth knowledge. Wow, it's man. But the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness, straight foolishness. They only speak foolishness. Amen. And they only listen to foolishness. But that's all they know is foolishness. I hope you saw what was going on here in these couple of verses. So let's just break it down. So what do we have here? We have two different types of people with two different types of spirits who lead two different types of lives. Amen? One true foe to Yahweh and others. The other... Truthful to Satan and the world and self and people just like them. Him or her who was a liar. People who lie cover up each other's lie. Amen? They do. Don't find yourself doing it. Don't cover up someone's lie just because you love them. Amen? Take a page from first, first Lady. She loves me to death. And guess what? She, if I... If I Try to put seven on it. She's going to knock it down. Amen? I'm going to tell you right now. If I say something, I'm putting ten on it. Automatically. Straight up. That's just, that's just who I am. I'm going to put ten. Bang. There's ten. Right? I was raised that way. Ten. Bang. Right? Ask my wife. She'll give you the real story. <laughs> She'll give you the real story. <laughs> my story's true. My story's completely true. But she's going to give you the real story. Okay? <laughs> I make it sound more exciting, right? She gonna give you the real story, though. <laughs> and there was a man, and there was a man, and there was another man, and there was another man, and then another man, and a big bullet ball came from out of nowhere and just knocked everyone down. And there was another man. <laughs> That's my story. People who live and who lie to cover up for each other are liars together. Therefore, they're the same. Yahweh hates a liar. Which are you? Which are you? 
He hates a liar. He hates it. He hates someone who will lie to cause deceit amongst friends and family. He hates it. That is the devil working through an individual. And that person is going to be dealt with. That person is never going to have anything anyway. Nothing but mischief and everything. Never going to have any. I, when I say anything, I mean anything. They won't have anything at all. Nothing. That person. Or people. Or whatever. You want to call it. That's what it sounds 15. The truth. So you know we're dealing with two types of people, right? Psalms 15. Here's another type of person I'm going to show you about. Here. There's so many things. You have to be so careful. So, so careful. You have to be careful. You really, really do. You have to be careful. Again, that's why I tell you, you must love what God loves and hate what he hates. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Amen? If you find yourself... Being between, like, I don't think that's bad. I don't know. You're going to have a problem in life. You're going to have a problem with God because he's straight on. He's no this way or that. He's straight on. I am this way. This is who I am. I am righteous. I am um, the, the great I am. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect. Perfect. That's God. I do what's right. That's God. Amen? There is no, he can't even pour his lips to lie. It's impossible. He can't do it. He can't do it. Amen? So we shouldn't do it, right? Praise God. You can put that on it. Don't part your lips to do it. <laughs> Don't part your lips to do it, okay? Psalm 15, verse 1, if you have a sequel, glory to God. Lord, L-O-R-D, all cats. Yahweh. Who shall abide in my tabernacle? Question. Who shall dwell in the in thy holy hill? Question. That's a good question right around. Who will abide? He or she that walketh uprightly. The word rightly there is righteously. And worketh righteousness. They are submitted to whose righteousness? Yahweh's. Christ. And they're led by the Holy Spirit. And speaketh the truth in his or her heart. Now, what's the means of the truth in your heart? To always tell the truth, or what does it mean to speak truth in your heart? Because you gotta realize something. You think more in your brain than you do out of your mouth. Right? So what does it mean to speak truth in your inward? No evil thoughts. No bad thoughts. No thoughts of lying. No thoughts. No thoughts like that, okay? If, if you have thoughts like that, I know we all struggle with thoughts sometimes, but if you have thoughts of lying and what could be or what you want or you imagine, like if someone did something to you and then you see that person and he's looking at you laughing while he's on the cell phone walking in his Armani suit, 2000 suit, headed back to the stock market, going past the piano place on the third floor in, in Manhattan, New York. And you look at him, you look at him, you're like, remember what you did to me, right? Remember what you did? It was rape, right? You remember? You raped me, basically, right? And I ain't going to say nothing because I ain't got no case because um, I was pretty messed up myself. So, therefore, remember that, remember that? And in your brain, you're thinking, what if this parent just fall right on you? Right? What if a piano just fall right on you? Right? And, and you're flat. Like a crepe. <laughs> like, a, a, like a flat crepe. Right? But then because you're thinking that thought, it doesn't happen. Right? Not the piano. Who dropped the piano? <laughs> right? You're stupid if you drop a piano, right? <laughs> $20,000, right? Drop a piano. That's a $100,000 piano. Drop a piano. He's closing the street and get hit, get hit by a delivery truck. Bang! Would that suffice? Right? Because they've done so much to you. Because, because they were so wicked to you. Would that be okay? It's not okay. Right? Vengeance belongs to God Almighty. Only to God. I don't care what someone does to you. 
Have thoughts of righteousness within your brain. Okay? Your thoughts of righteousness will lead to thoughts on the outside. It will lead to a life of righteousness on the outside. Amen? Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. If I'm around someone who I know is a bad person, I'm discerning and I'm praying. But I'm you'll also probably hear me singing jingle bells or a Christmas song. Okay? You just will, right? Because I don't want to have a bad thought about this person. Okay? This person is gonna be dealt with by God. So I'm singing the jingle bell song. Okay? Jingle bells, jingle bells. All the way. Reason being is because I don't want no trouble with God. I don't care about this person, but I don't want no trouble with God at all. At all. Amen? You got to speak truth in your heart. God is the heart knower. He reads the heart. Amen? He reads it. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil. So if someone comes to you with wickedness, you ain't got to go back to them with wickedness. Right? That's not who you are. That's who you're striving not to be. Right? Because if you go back to them with wickedness, you're subscribing to your own righteousness, not God's. Amen? Not God's. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart, he that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. You ain't got no beef with nobody. What you got beef for? You got, who you got beef with? In the flesh. Who? Should be nobody, right? But you definitely got beef with the devil and all his workers. For. This is getting into the tabernacle of God in that holy place. In whose eyes a vile person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord, Yahweh. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. This is an interesting verse. This word contemned is, let's break it down. Verse 4. Never forget it. Underline it. Highlight Do whatever you want to do. It's extremely important. I find people doing this all the time. Contempt. This word means to treat a liar or a vile person as they should be treated. With disdain, scorn, shunned, or disregarded as small or nothing at all. Amen? That's what a liar is to God. And you must treat them accordingly. Amen? If someone's unrighteous, you will let them be unrighteous in your presence? What you gonna do? I don't care who they are. What you gonna do though? You're gonna correct them. What if they don't take to your correction? Hmm? They gotta be removed. You have to get the shovel. You gotta remove them. Amen? This right here. Is what God's looking for. Amen? This gets you into heaven. This right here gets you into heaven because you're doing, you're loving what God loves and you're hating what he hates. And when this person wants to say, okay, I'm better now. I've been redeemed by Christ. Yes, you have been redeemed by Christ. Let's see if you've been redeemed by Christ. And if it's true that you've been redeemed by Christ, my arm's open. Wide open. Amen? That's how it's supposed to be. But you just can't let filth sit in the midst of God. You think God's going to sit in the midst of a whole bunch of filth? Of people who want to do what they want to do? His hope is that something will change, amen? That's his hope. That's my hope. That's your hope. Most people don't change. And if they don't change, if you give them every opportunity and they will not change, you got to treat a liar or a vile person as they should be treated with disdain, scorn, shunned, disregarded as small or nothing at all. Who, who chills with the, with, with the liar? Not me. Who cheers with the self-righteous person? Not me. Who chills with someone full of guile? Not me. Who chills with a homosexual or someone of lust? Who, who does that? Not me. 
It ain't happening because guess what? God would not. Because if you're doing it and you're calling yourself a Christian, you're calling God a liar. You serve a different God than me. Amen? And that's the truth. That's the truth. You can't understand what I'm saying to you. This is what God's looking for. You're living into heaven? There you go. It ain't just, oh, I believe, Lord, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe. Lord, I've been a believer, Lord. Lord, I've been believing. Lord, I believe, I believe. It ain't just that. <laughs> you have to keep going. It's more than that. It's more than that. It really is. It's more than that. They'll be the one who screw it up. You can't change for anyone except God. You can't change for anyone except the one you love. Amen? You change. See, when you get married, you don't say, well, you gotta love me as I am. That ain't that ain't hope. Damn, how marriage works. No, because you might not be. <laughs> you might not be, right? You might not be what I need you to be, right? Well, you got to love me for who I am. This is for better or worse. Okay, let's strive for, for better. When worse happens, we'll deal with it. Amen? But we're going to strive for the best right now. So, therefore, I need you to be your best. What you're putting out is not your best. If this is your best, you suck. Amen? Same thing goes with God. Verse 5. And this is important. He or she that putteth not his or her money into what? Usury. Mm. Nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be what? Moved. Amen. Shall never ever be moved. Now, let's break this word down, usury. What do you think usury is? Tell that you borrowed $2,000, right? And I said, you got 10 months to pay me back. Okay? That's a long time, right? So you got a year to pay me back, right? And when you don't pay me back in a year, you grow interest, right? You grow interest. And say you, it grows... Some ridiculous amount of interest, like seventy-five percent interest. That's crazy, right? And you see, you like that's crazy, right? But some people, if you read the fine print of your credit card, if your credit's not great, if you read it, it'll say seventy-five percent. Like what? Seventy-five percent? That's usually on a whole nother level, right? Think about what I'm saying to you. If when you sign your, your deed to your home or whatever, right? And you're like, okay. And you fill out all that paperwork, right? And then you, your lawyer's like, okay, you don't got to read that. Just sign it, sign it, sign it. Talisha, my wife, my CFO, she sits there and she goes, no, we have to read it. And she goes, okay, you want to understand it? She says, I understand it, okay? And she understands it, right? She can be a lawyer, right? So she sits there and she goes, these two things. What about this? What about, what about, what about this? What, 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 what about this? Right? What about this right here? What about this? Yeah, what about this? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what about this, right? What about it? Because <laughs> she finds things. She finds everything. Oh, baby, we're not going to chest up the nose to, to smell out shit. <laughs> she smells it out. She does. I love her for that. And that's what happens. When you charge someone a great deal of interest for borrowing money from you, okay? Or you. Or um, you're paying a great deal of interest due to borrowing money or anything, even having to pay back double. You know sometimes when you buy something, you pay it back double? Hmm? That's why you what? Buy straight out. Amen? If you can, buy straight out. Because either you lied or someone lied to you 
to make you pay more than what you're supposed to pay. And again, think about the consequences of using. You ever heard of a payday loan? Huh? All right, a payday loan is a is a loan where, say, say you need to borrow ten thousand dollars, right? Instead of going to the bank, say if you have the credit to go to a bank, you could call a payday loan, right? You'd be like, okay, let me look up payday loan. Bang, look up payday loan. They'd be like, okay, borrow up to ten thousand dollars in three days, right? Boom, they'll give you ten G's. Guess what? You're paying back twenty five G's with the payday loan over seven years. Right? That's horrible. That's usury on a whole nother level. The interest on that is 116%. That's the type of usury that God, God says, my child can't live through that. My child is suffering so much. That's lying on a whole nother level, amen? Because the person knows that you need this to survive. Right? They know you need it or you don't know another way to get it. So they know you that you have a need for them. So they're charging you usury. That is that's the devil. That is the devil. All day long. That's not good. It's not good to lie in an application to to say this and say that. It's not good to do none of that. Honest about who you are, be honest about where you are, okay? So that you don't end up in usury. Amen? Amen. Just don't want to do that. It's not of God. He doesn't like that. He hates usury so much, he's like, my child can't enjoy life. My child cannot enjoy the goodness of the earth and my blessings that I want to give them because they're usury. And if you're in usury, you're in usury bad, you ain't gonna be blessed by God until you come out of usury. Amen? Amen. That's how it is. That's the way it is. That's the truth. That's that's um that's that's biblical financing one on one. The Father. That's the truth. Let's go to Mark seven, New Testament. We're almost done. One more place after this. Mark seven. We want eight places all together, but split up between a couple of days. Mark 7, verse 14. You know what word I love? Hearken. Hearken is such a good word, isn't it? Hearken. You know, if you're talking to your, you can't take you seriously, you're talking to your wife, you're in an argument. Bay, hearken to me. Look how that sounds. Baby, hearken to me. <laughs> Mark 7, verse 14. If they have said, glory to God. Glory to God. And when he had called all the people unto him, he saith unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. Listen to what I'm saying closely. There is nothing from without a man or a woman that entering into him or her can defile him. But the things which come out of him or her, those are they that defile mankind or man. Now listen, if any man have ears to hear, let me hear. So, you could be around a whole bunch of sinners, okay? People who don't serve God, people who are on drugs, people who are alcoholics, people who, um, um, Prostitutes, you could be around people who run uh, sex trafficking. You could be around people who um, who are just horrible people, okay? Who cheated people out of a whole bunch of money, just horrible human beings, right? You could be around them, right? But what he's saying is, you don't know who you're around if you work, right or wrong. You don't know who people really are, right or wrong. You just don't. I thought that guy was, well, you thought wrong, dude. Dude is foul. That dude, no, not Jeremy. Why would Jeremy eat people? What? What you, you don't know who people are. You don't know who we are. What was his name? Um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. They thought Jeffrey Dahmer was a sweet, innocent little kid from New York, right? He worked at a factory. 
What do you think about Jeffrey Dahmer going to prison? They found five bodies in the freezers and nibbled fingers. What do you think? He did that? Jeffrey Dahmer, that's his name. That's what we're talking about here. Not Jeffrey. We had lunch together every day. He was thinking about how he could cook you. The thing is, Jeffrey Dahmer is one of the worst serial killers ever. So you don't know people. Amen? But you got to discern people, right? You have to discern people. It's the truth. He licked his lips and I wore shorts. Horrible. I was like, man, he better not be gay, man. Licking his lips at me. What time, what you want to eat me, man? <laughs> but you got to know who you're around, okay? So it ain't what, it ain't what you take in. It's not what you take in. You can be around a whole bunch of people talking foul, doing this, doing that. that. What you hear don't defile you. What comes out of you defiles you. Amen? It really defiles you. Okay, watch this. And that's how God looks at it. So you need to understand that. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning this parable. And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding? Also question, do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Why? Because you got, what happens is, if I say something to you and you don't believe it, what do you do with it in your brain? Throw it out. Right? You throw it out. If it's foul, you don't believe what I say. You're like, I ain't listening to that. That's crazy. You throw it out. I'm quite sure you said that. Who said me? Stop saying some crazy things. So, and you're like, that's out. That's gone. <laughs> crazy as that. Right? So that's the case, right? And I expect you to do that, right? Because something's wrong with me. <laughs> but if I say something meaningful and it strikes home and it's the truth, that should stick with you, right? And that's what should come out of your mouth. Amen? Because it's from the word of God. It's from God. It's righteousness. It's truth. It's a stick with you. Watch this. But if you let something foul, or something foul that someone says become a part of your spirit, and then you begin to act it out in your life and live that way and speak that way, now you become devout. Make sense? Okay. 19. Because... It entereth not into his heart, his mind, but into the belly, and goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. It's trash. Amen? And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth a man. For from within, out of the heart of men proceedeth evil, Thoughts. Look at that. Adultery, fornication, murders, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and the evil eye. Mm. Anybody ever seen the evil eye? Mm? No? Listen. Okay? It's real. The evil eye is real. It's very, very real. Okay? Usually, there's a form of the, this is not, what I'm about to say is not the evil eye. It's a form of the evil eye. Like, if looks could kill. You know what I mean? Like, if I did something wrong to my wife, she would give me the evil eye and I would be dead in a second. Right? But she knows she could kill me with her eye because God gonna resurrect me. <laughs> like, what you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> and then she gonna God gonna resurrect you. Back up, got work to do. <laughs> Watch this. All these evil things come from within and defile from in. All evil thoughts come from within you, from you. So remember, it goes all the way back to what? Um, where was it? Proverbs 12, where it talked about having, what does it say in Proverbs 12? Honest things in your heart. Not evil things in your heart. But that would defile you. So if someone is a liar, they will speak lies and confuse you. If someone is tagged a liar by association, it's wrong. Think about what I'm saying to you. If, if, you're, if you have a friend and you know your friend's a liar, and you're a, a, um, a new Christian, right? 
And you say to yourself, you say, um, okay, I haven't seen my friend in a long time, but we're hanging out today. And I hear when I go to when they go to the bathroom, my friend goes to the bathroom and we're at the table, they're saying that this person's a liar. I don't like that, right? So I need to find out what are they doing? What are they, why are they saying that about my friend? And then you ask your friend, and they're like, they're just, they're just messing with me. No, the truth comes up that you are a liar, right? So now they think you're a liar because of what? Association. That's what God says. You got to remove people that's not with me. They can't be with you. It's wrong. Even though you're not a liar, it's wrong. Unless you hear or see that person lying or or um, signing a check for a true liar, that person just needs to change his friends or his family. And which um, who they're around. And if they're okay with a liar as a friend then that person is a liar as well and he or she just hasn't been exposed yet but they will and that's the truth that's the absolute truth I want you to look at life in this way I have an opinion on politics but I'm not a politician Amen. Me and politicians come from a different walk of life. Amen. But they're different type of people, right? They're a different type of people. So therefore, I can't hang with them because they're what? Liars. Both of them. You got some who are true who are not liars, but most of them are liars. They only have their own agenda. That's it. Someone um, who's a lawyer, lawyers go to lunch with the very lawyer that they're facing in the courtroom. How do you have my best interest in mind? Hey, Bill, you're coming to the cookouts at my cousin's. You're going to be there, Bill. I'll see if you let me win this match. <laughs> they're full of crap. They're fraud. Lawyers are. They are. How you a lawyer and you're defending Jeffrey Dahmer? Now, this had to be her defense when she was defending Jeffrey Dahmer. I thought I heard this. I watched the case over his history, so I watched it. Your Honor, he was full. He could not have killed this other. He didn't eat him. Someone else ate him. Well, you can't pin this on him. He was full, Your Honor. The other thing. How could you defend OJ? Right? How could you defend OJ? And then the dummy gonna say, put the glove on. What do you mean put the glove on? You see the glove? And OJ here is like this big. He's like, but give me that damn glove. Hold on. <laughs> if the glove don't fit, you must what? There you go. So they had him. They had him. They didn't have him for the murder, but they had him for being involved. He's like, these people are dumb as <laughs> Look, it don't fit, Judge. Judge, it don't fit. That's the mess. Trying to copy I'm like, dude, you walk in the room saying I'm gonna get you off. He don't need to be off. The lawyer Charles Manson walks in the room saying, We're gonna get you some time shaved off here. You should shave off. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely crazy. How you defend a murderer? How you defend Bernie Madoff? How do you defend him? His name alone. He did it. Bernie made, Bernie made all completely made off. Here we go. 
God laughs at our justice system today. He laughs at it because almost everyone's a liar. He laughs at our politicians because they threw him out and everyone's, everyone's a liar. That's why you call every man's a liar and God be true. Amen? Amen. Period. Let's go to Acts 5 to close up. Let me tell you something. I used to lie to my wife, okay? This is before I was a pastor. When I used to lie to her, right? And she would be like, you're lying. I'd be like, no, I'm not. And she'd be like, I'm not a good liar. And she'd be like, yes, you are. I'd be like, no, I'm not. You're upsetting me because you're saying that I'm lying. I don't care if I'm upsetting you because you're a liar. <laughs> she makes me sick. <laughs> That's the one person who knows, okay? Besides God, okay? Your wife knows when you're lying. <laughs> she just knows. And where have you been all night? What? I, I want to know where. He wasn't in the bed. So where were you? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? What? <laughs> Your wife goes, let me go fill the car. Why the engine hot? Girl, I've been here all this time. I've been here all this time. You know I got Crohn's disease. You a cheater. I'm not a cheater. I'm, don't, don't put that on me. Oh, it's put. I'm a man. And we lie for no reason at all. We just lie for no reason at all. You ain't even do nothing. You feel like you've been lying. All right, get serious. <clears throat> Acts 5, verse 1. If you have it, please say glory to God. But a certain man named Ananias with um, Sephora, his wife, sold a portion, a possession, and kept back part of the price. Now, that's the problem. His wife also being privy to it, so they're both in on this lie. And they're going before Peter, the head of the apostles, and brought a certain part and laid it before the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back part of the price of the land? Let me say this to you. Now we're getting into when you say you're going to do something for God and you don't do it for God, you're lying to God. You're lying to the Spirit. And that's a problem. It's almost, it's almost like committing the unforgiveness mm -hmm. sin. But it's not the unforgiveness sin. But you're lying to the Holy Spirit. You're not lying to men. You're not lying to your pastor or your first lady or, or a close friend. You're lying to the Spirit of God. Think about that for a second. Think about that. Watch this. While it remained, was it not thine own? Meaning you could have done anything you wanted with it. You could have said, I'm going to give you half of the land. But instead, you said you will give us the whole thing to get the church going. And you hold back half. You don't trust that God's going to bless you. These are all the things. While it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thy own power? Question, you could do whatever you wanted with it. Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Question. Thou hast lied not unto men, but unto God. Now, I want you to see something here. I want you to pay close attention. Jesus Christ died on the cross, right? Grace is given, right? I was no grace given here. When you sin, you're being deceived for right or wrong. But the grace of God is given to you. How many times have you said in your life, Lord, if you just do this and just do this and just do that, I'll be better and then you go back to your old self. That's being deceitful, right? That's all you're lying to God. What's the difference here? correct. So when you make a promise to God, it is a sin to break that promise, right? Now, grace can forgive anything except the unforgivable sin. But this is similar to the unforgivable sin in a sense. They're trying to start the church. They're trying to get the church established to go. Amen? Now, if God's trying to establish the church through Peter and his apostles, 
And this person says, I'm going to get this. But him and his wife hold back part of it. What in the world? How mad do you think God was? And he needed to make an example. Amen. Now, he used Ananias and his wife to make an example because they were foul anyway. You got to be foul. A foul human being, a foul weather friend, right? To do something like this. Amen? That's foul. So God says, okay, let me remove trouble now before it gets to the next level. And then because trouble will catch fire. And if you allow certain things, if you allow liars, um, anything that will creep into someone's soul and set there, and say, oh, this is okay to do, this is okay, then he ain't gonna have a problem with this. He does have a problem with You gotta get dealt with, amen? You have to be dealt with. Who would Peter be if he didn't deal with this correctly? Amen? And Peter listened to God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the spirit, and great fear came on all them that heard these things. Amen? And the young men arose and Wounded him up and carried him out and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Now, if we had Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook Live, um, texts, phone calls, she would have known what's up, right? She would have came. She would have came at all. She would have been like, she would have been gone the other way, right? But there was none of that. And it's for a reason. It's for a reason. God ain't, God ain't trying to chase you down, okay? And Peter answered unto her, Tell me, he writes to it, whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yay, for so much. For half. No, for, um, this is the price. This is the price. Now, 25 acres, this land, right? Back then, that's a lot of money. Today, that's a lot of money, amen? Now, 25 acres, they had, it was an olive grove on this land, okay? So the land was prime, it was good land. So when they sold it, they got top dollar for the land, okay? Watch this. And then she only told him that they got half a mile. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tip the spirit of the Lord? That's a commandment. Thou shalt not tip the Lord thy God. It's going to go over. It, it, but it should have said after that, it's going to be really bad for you. Amen? If you tip the Lord thy God. <laughs> then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tip the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Israel, right? Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the Holy Spirit. And the young men came in and found her dead and carried her forth, buried her by her husband. There you go. You put liars together. Amen? You just, here you go. Here you go. Let them lie together. Get it? Lie <laughs> together. <Yeah. laughs> Let them lie together, right? And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. Now, let's go back real quick to um, the top here. Um, verse 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? That's all you need. When you lie, who's filling your heart? Only the devil. That's it. Ain't nobody else. And that's the truth. To the four, if Satan fills your heart when you lie, is Satan not your enemy? So why would you have your enemy speaking through you to the one you love? Right? And you know, he knows it's going to piss God off. So you're not disciplined enough to, to not lie. You have to be more disciplined in the word of God so that Satan can't have the victory over you. It's just that simple. Because that's a victory for Satan. If 
he can get you to line and him speaking directly through you. That's his language. That's his language. And it's a problem. Amen? It will not be tolerated in Bethel or in the church of God. Remember to stand in grace of God because that's what he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing in Jesus' name. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.